0: Welcome to Get It Done Entrepreneur's Podcast. My name is Rich Lebron, and I'll be your host today. We'll be covering a wide range of topics from founders who started their own company, who bet on themselves, and have won. We encourage entrepreneurs to share not only their expertise, but their stories and their hearts. We believe that every person has a unique message which can positively impact the world. We let our guests share on subjects they are well known for. No matter the topic, you'll be hearing from real stories from real people. If you'd like to be featured on our podcast, please go to our website, rlebrun.com, and you'll find a link there to sign up. With that said, let's jump into the program. Our special guest today is Tel Gannison, founder of Kaiba Industries. Kaiba group of companies is headquartered in Michigan for over 20 years. With a global presence, Kaiba has delivered diversified into several verticals, such as technology, innovation, staffings, intermedia, to provide smart and intelligent resources for leading corporations. Kaiba provides innovative technology solutions and resource management for huge corporations and mid-sized companies across multiple industries. Kaiba delivers cutting edge solutions that increases efficiency and customer engagement, apart apart from connecting the right people with the right opportunities. Kaiba serves multiple industries, from automotive, financial services, education, oil and energy, and government, and more. Tell is a serial entrepreneur, business leader, film producer, distributor, and philanthropist. We're going to learn a lot from Tell here shortly. Tell Gannison is the managing director of Kaiba Innovations and founder of ex- and executive producer of Kaiba Films. Tell is also the chairman of the board of Kaiba. Tell has appeared on several TV and radios, such as Fox 2 News, Detroit Public TV, NPR, WWJ News Radio. Tell has also been featured in numerous digital and print media, such as Financial Times, Detroit News, Oakland Press, DB Magazine, and Corporate Magazine. Tell has received several awards of excellence and honor, such as Diversity Business Leader, Ernst and Young's Entrepreneur of the Year, and Outstanding Young Asian American of Michigan. With all that said, Tell, welcome.
1: Thank you, Rich. Glad to be with you.
0: Yeah, you have a phenomenal background. Our listeners are just going to love to learn all about, you know, what, what was your passion, what got behind you to start your own business. Um, so with that, I just want to kind of jump right into the questions. And that's really is the question. We'd like to know a little bit about your story. You know, how you got to the place where you are today. What was some of the thinking? What caused you to start the company you did? And some of the thought process behind that to, make, to, to, get, to get you to that tipping point to go all in.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I I started in corporate America, Rich, after graduating from my master's uh, degree in mechanical engineering, uh, working for a major corporation, automotive. Uh, I was there for 13 years. Uh, it's really the repetition got me bored because you're, you know, I was working for an automotive every four years. We bring out the same car and then I was doing the same thing. Wow. It's the same thing I did four years ago. Okay. What well, now? Another model. <laughs> And so probably I'm a restless mind, looks like it I'm not. So, so it's, as you know, entrepreneurship is nothing but a, a frame of mind. And in that frame of mind uh, told me not to be bored and do the same thing. And so, uh, and, and so that's what you know, prompted me to jump onto entrepreneurship.
0: And how long were you in, in, in I'll say corporate America before you made this switch?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I was there for a long time, I would say 13 years. I don't recommend that people do that. Probably uh, four to six years were a good time to understand uh, uh, the the processes and the structure in a big corporation, which you can learn and apply into entrepreneurship because you know that you can use it for scale.
0: So you're an engineer by trade? Yes. Okay. So you're very analytical, right? You really want to understand the inner workings. So was that a big decision for you uh, to jump from? I would consider that most people consider, you know, corporate America, stable job, auto industry, recession resistant, and you jumped out, you jumped out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, so absolutely rich. I mean, I come from a middle-class background, so everything is stability and security. That's the key operative words, right? So what that means is that I have, you know, free car, a pension, you know, decent salary, working for a Fortune 500 company, uh, and then you, you feel comfortable, you feel comfy. And, uh, and therefore, uh, getting, leaving that and going to the street and starting from scratch is, 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 is not an easy decision. You know what I mean? So which means that you're ready to give up everything. And, and the way I did that is that I say, okay, what is the worst thing that will happen? Uh, actually, I was asking uh, for a raise from my boss and a promotion. Uh, I was only asking for fifteen thousand dollars, and he and and not only he did not give me the promotion, uh, and and he also did not give me the raise. I was uh, somewhat uh, visibly upset. I said, "Hey, boss, you know, uh, I I wanted to leave this job, and uh, I'm gonna try my entrepreneurial journey. And uh, if if everything uh, works, is great. If not, I wanna come back. Will you hire me back?" And at that moment, uh, Richie sort of said, "You know, hey." you're such a role model employee um, the doors are always open in the moment it told me voila, i got the insurance policy yeah. and, and so so then uh, then it 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 uh, it helped me to make the switch obviously it took a year to get to the point but that's what i was res- wrestling with you know to go or not to go you know why should i do that? what if it doesn't work it's it's just like sometimes the fear sets in and then i somehow overcame that
0: yeah, it's was just part of my second question. What, you know, what are some of the mental hurdles and fears you had to overcome you know, to, to jump in?
1: Yeah, like what if, if I lose everything? Like, for example, I took out money from my 401k. Uh, I took out money from a home equity loan. I pulled some money out of the credit card. Uh, all that and and so what if everything goes belly up? <laughs>
0: you did go all in, didn't you? <laughs> yeah,
1: I did. I did. I did. That's the only way to make it happen, Rich. There is no other way. Yeah, you have to get you know? hungry enough. Yeah, exactly. Until the last dollar you have, you go all in. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: that's fantastic. Uh, well, you got to thank your boss a little bit for this, right? Because if he would have given you that raise that fifteen grand, you wouldn't be here. So
1: I know. I know. I, I thank him every day, even today. And uh, the irony of life is that Rich, now uh, he's also working with me. So
0: no years, he,
1: No, I'm not kidding. It's <laughs> true fact. Two years later, after I left, he saw, wow, this boy who worked for me is taken off. Why am I sitting here? And he quit.
0: No kidding. That's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. you were a leader. You were a good leader. You're a good role model because you he followed you. So
1: Yes, yes.
0: That's yes. fantastic. So th- th- tell me, uh, to stop here for a second, so you jumped away from the automobile industry. You're in, in engineering. Tell me about how you started Kaiba. And really, was that a vision, a passion, a secret, you know, desire oh. to start this company? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. So, so at that time, I thought, okay, uh, I don't have a lot of capital. So I need to start something that is service business, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm not born to the Ford family, or Rockefeller family. <laughs> so I don't have all those inheritance coming to me. So I have to start from uh, somewhere small. So sure. I said, okay, let me start a service business, use the intellectual capital as the real capital. And, and these days, those intellectual capital go a long way. Than the traditional financial capital, as can be seen with so many companies coming out of that. Uh, This was like you know 2005, uh, you know you know uh, uh, what now 17 years ago. So I I started something small, uh, you know, providing uh, uh, services, and then also developing a software product. That's how I got started.
0: Was that similar to what you were doing at Ford? I mean, it was. I Chrysler, a, yes,
1: yes, yes. Chrysler. I mean, I had all the all the uh, the knowledge working over there uh, for the thirteen years, so you know, it it allowed me to expand, and some of the problems that they cannot be solved uh, by a, a huge corporation because they're all siloed. So I mm-hmm. said, wow, I can take these pieces and these problems continue to exist throughout the industry, and how I can solve those problems.
0: Now, did you go off by your? I know your your old prior boss joined you later, but did you initially go
1: out by yourself? Yeah, initially yeah, I'd start by myself. Yes. Okay, and so... then my and then my brother joined a little bit later, uh, and then uh, yes, I I went all in first.
0: So. Tell us now where you are with the company. So, built, you built, know, I was looking at your company, you do a lot of things for a lot of big corporations. I saw you shaking hands with some political figures. And I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> so you had some influence in the world. Uh, you grew this from yourself to a pretty
1: big company, right? Yes. 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 I mean, in, in terms of the size, Rick, we have over uh, 700 uh, employees working for us across the globe. Um, and remember, I started with one person. And uh, the journey of 1,000 miles always begins with a single step. And so it started with one person. Uh, and then you kept repeating over and over. And, and, and you get a structure in place. You get a process in place. And you maintain the discipline and then keep repeating it over and over and over. And over a long period of sustained period of time, uh, and, and the cascading effect starts to happen. Obviously, I'm in Michigan. We like snowballing. But I, I saw the snowballing <laughs> effect a uh, little bit later uh, in my life, and uh, that, that's how it started.
0: You know, it's interesting. I talk with all sorts of leaders in corporate America and some who want to become the entrepreneur. And, uh, you know, it gets right down to it. You're betting on yourself. Yes. You know? And uh, so what was it that gave you the confidence to bet
1: on you? I think the confidence is that I I always keep asking this question, even today, Rich, uh, you know, that's what keeps me grounded and keeps me driven. I ask the question, what's the worst thing that will happen to me, right? The worst thing that will happen to me is I lose everything. I go back to India (laughs) and I I tell myself, hello, that's where I came from. How could it be worse? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so then I, I roll back I said oh so so there cannot be any risk at all the risk is all as I said it's just a frame of mind and I try to through meditation and other programs and I kind of manage it in a way it doesn't affect me to take those kind of risks and now I'm at a point uh, you know I'm willing to take the risk and it's more about uh, trying to t- uh, go to the edge and I keep it, it's a journey of finding, where my edge really is and who sets the edge is it me or is the environment as the society or is the market forces and i keep searching for it so far i have not fallen off the cliff and i i still keep going
0: as you get closer to the edge you find it's not there right so yeah exactly
1: it's not there <laughs>
0: <laughs> well that's really fantastic that takes a lot of uh, you know insight i use the word mindset it really yes. is a mindset yeah, I, always tell, I always tell people, you know, if you're interviewing for the job, you're that same person's going to show up. You know, if you get the job, why won't you just show up for yourself? You yes. know, yes. Uh, if you have all that integrity behind you and hardworking, perseverance and skill set. And uh, so let me ask you a question. You talk about mindset and you have some disciplines that you do to keep you focused. What, are, what kind of things do you do? Maybe quotes, advice, practices, disciplines, mentors. How do you keep yourself? You know, they always say it's lonely at the top. You know? it is, it is, it is. so how do you keep yourself on track? What other things
1: uh, do you do? Several things I do, Rich. The most important thing I do, I keep myself extremely busy uh, in a sense that, uh, that I don't have the time to even think about anything from the past, uh, all those negative, you know, I, I use the lessons learned and, and I do multiple projects. When, I, when you are involved in so many exciting things, uh, uh, I call them natural high. I, I do so many projects that puts me on a natural high, so I don't have to go and seek out drugs or any <laughs> substances. If you will. Much
0: safer, much safer,
1: much more profitable. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and when I do that. Uh, it it helps me. That's number one. Number two, uh, I'm a firm believer of you know keeping the mind fit, physically fit, um, and also emotionally and psychologically. It's almost like the four wheels of car. So I do yoga, I do meditation. Uh, You know, I go outdoors, I do all those things, I travel, I meet with a lot of people, uh, and through them I learn a lot. In fact, most of my experience is really interaction with so many people across so many places, including the interaction with you, Rich, you know, because every conversation I learn something, and then I take those nuggets and incorporate into my toolbox, and then I keep adding, and over time, I see a compounding effect on myself. And, uh, and my mentors could be virtual, uh, some mentors I've never seen them, and some are physical mentors where I chat with them, learn from them, and then I use different mentors for different aspects of what I do in life. Some for giving back, some for technology, some for mindset, meditation, et cetera.
0: So you're obviously, you're continuously a learner. Yes. And you continuously invest in yourself. Yes. And, and you surround yourself with people that could fill in those blanks for you when needed.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Great. Great. So you're really not alone. We're in, we think we're alone, but we're really not. I know. Not. I know.
1: I know. We're not. Again, it's yeah. a frame of mind.
0: It's a mindset. It, it's, that's why I love what I do. I love talking with people like yourself because I do the same thing. I learn so much from my guests and get to hear your stories and we get changed notes. I don't feel alone out there. I feel like, you know, There's this world out there. We're all trying to figure it out, right? We're all trying to navigate. Speaking of, we're in a very crazy time right now, okay? We won't get into a political conversation, but as much as a leadership conversation, I can't think of too many other times in in my life uh, where we've had so many different headwinds coming. What's on your mind right now? What's keeping you up at night? How are you navigating all this?
1: I mean, I was... uh you know obviously the the pandemic uh, uh, was you know uncertain times that we lived in i mean now i think it is coming off uh, i'm seeing some positive indicators at least in my businesses uh, i go to you know i was in chicago over the weekend we have an o- operation in chicago i went there and met with my team and to see what's go- going on over there things are looking good over there and so we are trying to diversify and i believe uh, you know as we are coming uh, coming out and as i say as i as i experience a recession and and tough times are the best time to grow the grow the company because when people are fearful that's when you double down and start putting your new strategies in place and go for the kill rich
0: All right well, i'm going I'm to hold you to this comment because this is like a breath of fresh air right i always I always t- i write this little story like when's the time the best time to start a business i go Now, always now. Uh, All right, so give me that back again. You're a leader, big company, facing all these headwinds, and you're seeing this as a positive. I mean, you obviously understand the headwinds, but you're saying it's the best time to do new things, new ideas?
1: Yeah, it's not just, I'm saying, uh, Rich, I mean, if you even look at the history, history also says the same thing. Uh, you You go all the way from 1930, even up to 2022, uh, and 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 all the major corporations were, you know, all created during uh, the recession, all the way from Xerox, all the way even up to even uh, some other companies. I mean, even uh, Airbnb, uh, Slack, and all those guys came in 2009 and 10, right? Yeah, they yeah. all came through those crises. And now, you know, years from now, you will see some new companies coming out of this pandemic. And and some people who know how to play the game they really do well in these kind of situations.
0: Yeah, I love that, I love that mindset. I really do tell, I mean, I really do believe if you're a business person, you can step away and look at the history. Yes. You know, we've had whatever it is, 14, 15 different recessions since the 1900s. We're gonna have another one, we're gonna have another one, we're gonna have yes. another one. Uh, you know, so, and we've had labor problems, you know, dozens of times in good and bad markets. So we're gonna have another labor problem again. Um, if you have the right mindset, you can actually capitalize on that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at your background. You see, uh, you have the ocean or the sea behind you. If you are swimming in the sea, tides are up, supposed to happen. Some are smaller, some are larger. But once you are swimming there, you must learn how to manage them, right? Okay. And manage the tides. And same thing applies to business. And 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 so so and, and then you have the experience. If you are a good swimmer. Then you will do well if you're a good business person. You do well, and if you're not, you shouldn't be swimming to begin with. (laughs) Stay on the deck and watch from there.
0: Yeah, that's right, that's right. That's fantastic. Uh, now I am curious you've got a diversity, diversified industry that you're reaching, but you also diversified product line. Yes. I and mean, you're going from, you know, from, you know, services for all the way to, you know, technical services, all the way up to having a media film company. Yes. So is that because you get bored easier? Or, or yes. Yes.
1: So Rich, every 10 years, I cannot work in the same thing. So I, I got bored at the corporate America in about 10 years. And then I took this entrepreneurial plunge and then I did it for 10 years. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's the same thing. I mean, I can do the scale. Okay, 200 employees, okay, 700, I can do that. But, but it's, it's just the same thing, it's just a it's the scale. Uh, then I really wanted to go and do things that I never did before. Like in other words, I wanted to go into new industries. I have no clue, I have no experience. And I use my ignorance as my strength because I can see things that they cannot see because they are status quo and they're all conditioned. So then I take my structure, process, and discipline. I learn from other industries and go and test if they have it or not. And as soon as I find a gap that they don't, then I go in for the kill. And then I make an impact in that industry. And then I learned it doesn't matter which industry you go in, as long as you have strong business fundamentals, strong process, and strong structure, of course, financially, uh, you know, then I think you can make it happen. Of course, you need to surround yourself with the right people who have the domain expertise, but then I bring in my uh, the process. And I, and so far, uh, nobody's able to get me out of that industry, whether it is film production, <laughs> film distribution. It's the same thing, Rich. People don't want it to put in a lot of effort and everyone is looking for instant gratification. As long as I have the long-term outlook, it doesn't matter which industry I go in. And if I go for the longer haul, I, I know I will prevail.
0: Well, so you've hit a couple of key points. Your, your core, your core fundamentals, your foundational skills to you got you to start your first business. You are now just carrying it over to a second, a third, and a fourth, and you're changing products, but your skills are the same. Yes. Okay. And you have this adventuresomeness about you. Yes. You, you'd, yes. Be, you'd be the first one to running into that water behind me. <laughs> Come on, Rich. The water's warm. Exactly. <laughs> right? As Long as I know how to swim, I should be able to swim in any water. So, <laughs> I love that story. Um, fantastic. So let me ask you another question. Um, what are you learning right now? Because you're so you're so diversified, you know what what, what do you
1: what's what's on your mind today? What are you learning? Yeah. So what I'm learning is 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 like I'm under I'm understanding myself. i you know I'm starting to understand my own mind. Uh, how, what am I doing throughout the day? Uh, why am I getting distracted on these things? Why am I not getting distracted and what gets me into the zone? what's not getting into the zone? And I try to learn about myself. So I uh, start journaling about my own uh, okay. uh, uh, journey on a daily basis. Uh, and I started you know really focusing more on my affirmations uh, and, and, and and I see that a lot of things are getting manifested. Um, And so now I'm trying to tap into the power of the universe. Uh, And and what I'm also learning, uh, Rich, is that some of the things that I did uh, in my journey are logical, like a solid business plan. But then I also learned a lot of things are happening illogically. Mm -hmm. So so how is it happening? And why is it happening? Because nobody could have predicted the pandemic would come. Uh, No business plan would predict that. So these are illogical events that happens and how are we adjusting to it? And so I'm more curious about the role, uh, illogical or unexpected, we call them serendipity, whatever you wanted to call, it, doesn't matter. And how do they play in the real world in a business? And, and how can I tap into it? And in other words, how can I tap into the power of the universe to my advantage is what I'm really studying a lot and I'm learning a lot. And so far it's working, like for example, Sometimes I sit down and think about something. That person coughs me. I said, "Wow, this is this is <laughs> unreal." <laughs> Put that thought out in the user universe, and exactly. someone grabbed it. Somebody
0: exactly. Somebody else also thinking that too. And uh, I love what you said earlier. You said you can use your ignorance to to your advantage. Most people would take that and be fearful. You know, it's like, "Oh, I'm not, I, I don't know nothing about that." You're going, that's a it's a wide open space for me. I'm just going to walk right in there." And, uh, <laughs> I love that, that's what you said, right? That's how you approach
1: it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, like for example, like Rich, the more I know, the less action I take, I love, it. I love <laughs> right? It. Yeah. yeah, so so I don't want to, because that's why the professors, they know so much. They know hundred times than me, but they don't want to take action.
0: Wow, yeah. Well, you know, there's interesting, how do you balance that? Because there's a thought that the more you know, the, the less risk, but on the other hand, you can get to inertia. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I know too much, so I'm not going to do anything.
1: Yeah. So I, as you rightfully said, Rich, there is a sweet spot. And I think that's where the opportunity lies. You shouldn't know too much. And you should not know not too much. You know what I mean? So somewhere, you know, there, and then if you fall into the Venn diagram, if you will, that sweet spot, that's when you go for the kill. That's when you can take action. It's all about taking action, right, Rich? You have so much of information out there everywhere in the you know in the google youtube but what is not out there is actionable intelligence and that's what is missing and that's what i'm trying to uh, really work on those things so i take actions
0: so let me ask you guys our listeners are usually twofold there are executives who decide maybe where you were years ago at corporate america have yes. itched the jump uh, I, or we have companies who are, have a single source of revenue and are looking, going, I like to, uh, maybe I'm getting bored too, and I want to expand my revenue streams. Either way, what
1: advice would you give to our listeners? I mean, like an executive, uh, you know, I think I go, back to it's, 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 I go back to the very basic thing, Rich, is that keeping them happy. What will keep them happy? And what are they really, really allowed to do? Because, you know, we live a short life and one life. And so we must do whatever keeps us going. Because if you do what you keep you go, keep you going, then you will find whatever that is and make it happen. So if it is an executive, you know, they got plateaued, they can't go anywhere, or, or, or they wanted to get some new drive and new new thing in them, then they should pursue at least a side hustle on the side an experiment, and experiment and they feel good, then you know, before cutting off. The corporate, uh, uh, the paycheck, and, and then you do it. So at least you have. It's almost like uh, dating. You know, you go and experiment, and you don't get married, right? And then you like it, you go uh, go for the full. And same thing with uh, uh, other uh, entrepreneurs as well. Is is that like they have one stream of income, then they have to figure out, okay, what are the skill set and strength? I think mostly is the strength that I have in that business that are transferable. And transportable, and uh, are you have connections in the new business that you go into through your network, and and is that something that you love doing? That, and then if you can do that, and then again, don't take too much of risk. You know, experiment, do a small pilot, and see you like it, and see if you can manage it, and most importantly, see if you can enjoy it. If you enjoy it, the likelihood of that becoming successful is very very high. But if you think it's a lot of work. And hey, why am I working so hard? If that comes to your mind, then you know it's not the right thing. It,
0: owning a business not for everybody. I always said if everybody owned a business, we'd have no employees, right? So yes, yes, yes. But you have to be able to go through that process, right? And, yes, uh, and get a little soul soul searching and assessment of yourself, and uh, uh, and then listen to people like you, and then, and then to get inspired and see if that's uh, where they fit. fit the, yes, uh, yes. Tell you have been amazing. I could go on for hours, by the way, and unfortunately, we can't do that today. We'll, we'll wrap this up. But in the end, um, how can our listeners get in touch with you if that's okay uh, to get communicate with you in any way? What's the best way to, get to do that?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm on all social platforms, Rich. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Insta, I'm on Twitter. Uh, anyone can DM me, uh, and then I have a website. Um, so I have everything, and they can even get hold of you and you can get hold of me. If something that is very specific uh, that they have a billion dollar idea that you and I should work together and I'm sure we will find
0: each other. I got a piece of paper here. I'm writing these ideas. It tells the guy I'm going to call. That's for sure. <laughs> well, Tal, it's been wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to be on this podcast. I know our listeners are going to be very grateful for what you shared. Um, so I will put any notes we've, we've had here, some comments here I'll put in the notes and I'll listen to this will be produced in the next couple of weeks and our listeners will be able to get a
1: chance to hear this as well. And again, I can't thank you enough. Yeah, thank you for having me, Rich. Really, I really appreciate it. And most importantly, I enjoyed speaking with you and we have quite a lot of laughters out of this program, yeah.
0: Very good.
1: Well, have a great day. Yeah, thank you. All right, thanks.
0: Rich LeBrun here. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Get It Done Entrepreneurs. If you're a successful business owner who would like to be on this program, please visit us at rlebrun.com forward slash podcast and fill out the form and we will reach out to you. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know of someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag, get it done I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, rlebrun.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.